0: My mother's people were all coal miners. My father's people were all steel workers. They all worked in the mills. I don't believe in miracles. I believe in Pittsburgh. We play for city and country. The city is Pittsburgh, and this is Steelers Country. Rush the quarterback. All right, this is Steeler Country. I'm your host, Tony. Preseason is in the books. We are just about a week away from the start of regular season football. But let's break down preseason week four, and then the uh, the eventual roster cut that's happening kind of as we speak. I'm recording this. Saturday morning so uh, hopefully you're listening to this today because as of tomorrow you know a lot of my roster prediction is going to be out the window as the roster will be set uh, by sometime this afternoon. Uh, well, There's a lot to talk about tonight I want to talk about the Joe Hayden signing and what that means for the cornerback position. I want to talk about Terrell Watson's performance uh, throughout this preseason but especially on on uh, Thursday night against the Panthers and what that means for the running back position and I want to do my 53-man roster prediction. Um, I, I do want to say you know up front that because I'm recording this on Saturday morning, some of these cuts have already happened. And so, excuse me, I've been able to cheat a little bit. Um, you know, knowing that these guys have been cut has made it a little easier for me to kind of look through the roster and, and make my predictions. But um, I know Fitzgerald Toussaint has been cut. Uh, not a huge surprise there. Uh, he was uh, on the outside looking in for sure at the running back position. Niall Davis was cut, which I think is a shock to me. And I, and I will get to... Uh, what I think about the running back position when, when we go over that, but I think Niall Davis being cut kind of solidifies what the Steelers want to do at running back or who the, essentially who they're going to keep. Uh, safety, Jacob Hagen was cut. Ruben Carter, a uh, center, was cut. Uh, linebacker, Matt Galambos, was cut. I don't think any of those three players were really ever considered um, even close to, to making this roster. And then wide receiver, Kobe Hamilton, was cut, and I had talked about him earlier in the preseason, I thought. You know, it was just the problem for him was just uh, that there were too many uh, good players, just just a too crowded a a field for someone like Kobe Hamilton um, to have a realistic shot of making this roster. But let's talk about uh, the game itself. Uh, The Steelers win twenty to seventeen over the Carolina Panthers. Um, This was a game that was highlighted a lot by the performance of Terrell Watson. Um, They they went to him early. They went to him often. He was a guy who you know had a make or break performance for him. Uh, as far as making this roster and certainly I think he did enough in this game to make the roster he's a he's a great runner he's a downhill runner um you know he's he's falling forward always getting positive yards the kind of things that you want to see out of a running back the intangibles you know we shall see right I mean I think it's very easy to grade a running back on his ability to run the football right because that is a very obvious uh, thing that running backs do but I think it's about the intangibles right ball security blocking catching uh you know Blitz recognition, that kind of thing. It, it, we haven't seen that on Terrell Watson yet. I, I I like that the Steelers are going to take a chance and keep him uh, because I think he has had such a good training camp, and I think it is, you know, it's important to reward that kind of thing. But um, I am shocked that they are doing that in lieu of keeping someone like Niall Davis, who's more of a veteran presence, who can, uh, you know, who who is a good blocker, who we know uh, plays special teams, he's a kick returner. So I thought that was one of those intangible things that would would have kept Niall Davis. Uh, on the roster, it does not, and so this, they go with Terrell Watson. I thought Josh Dobbs had a better second half than he did a first half in this game. Um, I, I'm going to be interested to see how Josh Dobbs performs year over year, right? So this is it for Josh Dobbs in 2017, and we probably won't see him again uh, until next preseason, right? And what I want to see from from Dobbs is a growth in his confidence, whether that be his, you know, his his knowledge of the playbook or his just getting comfortable playing NFL football. Uh, I, I don't know what it is, you know, but I just know that when he goes back there, he doesn't look like a guy who is confident in, in what he's doing or what he's looking at. And so I want to see that improve year one over year two, right? We, we've seen, you know, go, just go to Landry Jones, right? We've seen Landry Jones in preseason and, and, and his year over year improvement, right? And, and to the point where now he is the backup quarterback, whether you like it or not. Uh, you know, but he, he has earned that spot as the backup quarterback. And I think, you know Josh Dobbs. No, he has not had a great preseason. He doesn't look like you know, an NFL caliber quarterback just yet. But let's let him grow year over year and, and see the maturation process that can happen. Because I do think that while Josh Dobbs is not going to be the backup quarterback this year, he certainly has a chance to compete next year if he can improve. He has a he has a big arm. Uh, he, he's great accuracy on deep throws. He's got a pocket awareness and, and an ability to move outside the pocket. Um, he keeps his eyes downfield. But again, I think it's about you know, for him, he keeps his eyes downfield, but I don't know if he if if he likes what he sees downfield, and that's that's kind of what he has to improve on year one to year two. Um, and then the other guy I want to talk about from this game is Demarcus Ayers. I think uh, Demarcus Ayers was here's a guy who has been injured all of preseason, most of training camp, really didn't get a chance to to shine outside of this game, but he gets his his chance on punt return. And has a couple good ones, right? And this is a position, punt returner, that the Steelers have not been able to really fill this offseason. I think Eli Rogers has just been the de facto punt returner. Trey Williams had a a nice punt return for a touchdown, but then fumbled in this game. And I think kind of fumbled away any chance he had to make this roster. So it's really DeMarcus Ayers or or Eli Rogers. Um, Cam Sutton had a, a punt return in this game, but it was just a fair catch. So not much to say there. Interesting. I think DeMarcus Ayers, look, I liked what he did at the end of last year. I think he made a bunch of good uh he had he had some big plays at the end of last year as a wide receiver. Didn't really use him as a punt returner too much. I liked what I saw out of a punt, out, of, out of him at punt return uh in this game. Uh, and that's really what he was drafted for last year. So, you know, he's a guy who who he's on the outside looking in for sure because he, you know, again, there are a lot of good receivers on this team and, and when you're constructing the roster, you're not just taking the best 53 guys, right? You need 53 guys who can uh, play special at the end of the roster they have to be able to play special teams more than just uh be you know your backup wide receiver type so in that way he he certainly uh fits but we 'll see if he fits when you consider the other guys that they 're also keeping at that position and then the other guy, justin hunter um, this might be a case of too little too late for him. He had that big touchdown he certainly showed his size speed athleticism uh, and he has all of that but again, you know for him, it comes down to where were you you know. Game one, game two, game three. I mean, yes, he you know he had a good game against Carolina, but uh, again, none of the starters really playing in this game. He's not playing against uh, NFL caliber talent out there, so for him, it, it's it's tough. Um, I think he he certainly splashed early in training camp. He had a couple good plays in preseason, but uh, you know I think are we when you're when you're evaluating again the end of that wide receiver uh, spot. Uh, if you're evaluating Darius Hayward Bay against Justin Hunter as a wide receiver, I think Justin Hunter is better. But again, the sixth receiver on this team is probably not going to be asked to do much as a wide receiver. They're going to be asked to do much more as a special teams player. And Justin Hunter is not a special teams player at all. So um, I think, you know, that kind of answers your question right there. Uh, Outside of that, I don't really have a lot to say, you know, about this game. Um, The Steelers avoided uh, injury uh, on offense, but on defense, um, it was, it was bad. Uh, Safeties. Going down left and right, uh, including Jordan Dangerfield, who's a guy who's expected to make the roster. They they say his injury is <clears throat> excuse me, his injury is uh, not not severe, so he may uh, it may be a minor injury and he may be able to come back from that fairly quickly. I think that would be good because uh, you know I've made my feelings felt or I've made my feelings heard uh, as far as how shallow I think that position is on this roster. Um, and I think you know we need you know we need better players than Jordan Dangerfield than Robert Golden, but certainly we don't need any worse. And so uh, you know we need we need at least Jordan Dangerfield healthy going into the regular season. Uh, and then Cam Sutton reaggravated his uh, hamstring injury in this game. It sounds like it's pretty significant, and it's going to keep him out a significant amount of time. And usually at, at a spot like this, that that usually means IR uh, when we're starting to talk about cutting guys down to 53. Uh, You don't want to keep a guy on your roster who's not going to be playing anytime soon. Um, So whether that means long-term IR or short-term IR, uh, I I, I imagine Cam Sutton will be on uh, IR to start the regular season. And that makes the cornerback position a little little uh, little easier to put together because Cam Sutton was one of those six guys that I think a lot of people thought, myself included, were going to make this roster just because you don't cut third-round picks. Um, But with him not being on the roster, it does either open up a spot – for a corner or someone else on this team, and we'll, we'll get there. So let's let's go over uh, the each position by position. We'll, I'll talk tell you guys uh, who I think is going to make the roster at each position and how many. Um, we you know again we have to fill up fifty three roster spots. So so let's do that now. At kicker punter, I think this is obvious, right? The Steelers are going to keep Chris Boswell and Jordan Berry. Um, there wasn't a competition here. Both guys are very good at their position, uh, and they will they will make the roster. Uh, at long snapper, I think Colin Holba, the rookie that they took out of Louisville in the draft, they actually drafted a long snapper. Uh, I think he will make the roster. I know he had a bad snap against Indianapolis. Uh, I don't think that one snap is going to cost him his roster spot, even though Tomlin did say that, you know, Carolina game was going to determine where they went here. It's, it's also, uh, I think the guy's name is Canada, uh, is the other guy that, that is competing with Holba here. Uh, I think when you take a guy like Holba in the draft, when you're taking a long snapper in the draft, it is because, um, you know, you feel like this is potentially a special player uh, rather than just, you know, usually you get these long snappers off the street. Uh, I, I don't think one bad snap is going to cost him his roster spot. He didn't do anything against Carolina to cost him his roster spot. So uh, I think Colin Holba makes the roster. If it's not Holba, it'll be Canada. Um, but that brings us so one long snapper. I think that brings us, bring us to three players on the roster. Uh, quarterback. That's another easy one. This has been the same since the draft uh, and they cut Mettenberger. So uh, three quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger, Landry Jones, uh, Josh Dobbs. Uh, and I th- again, I think Landry Jones is your backup for this year. Uh, Josh Dobbs will probably be inactive on most roster or on most days. Um, and again, I'm excited to see what he does in 2018 uh, because I think there is a, a growth that he can have. And, and, you know, he has he has some abilities out there and you've seen them, especially on those deep passes and his ability to move around the pocket. So if he gets more comfortable, if he gets more comfortable with those short throws, can you know get some accuracy on those short throws? Um, he certainly could be uh, the backup quarterback in 2018. So that brings us to six total players with the with the Steelers keeping three quarterbacks. Move to running back slash fullback. The Steelers will keep Roosevelt Nick, so that that they will have that fullback. And then at, at running back, they're going to keep three, um, so four total between running back and fullback. Le'Veon Bell clearly going to make the roster. Depends on when he signs his his. Uh, He's tender. I think they may play with that a little bit and have him not sign the uh, the franchise tag so they can keep an extra player uh, as we go on throughout the week. That'll be interesting. I'm not, I'm not, none of that's worked into my roster prediction. I just, you know, they're going to keep Hun Bell. They're going to keep James Conner. He will be the primary backup. This is going to be interesting for James Conner, right? He has had trouble catching the ball out of the backfield, which is a big part of what they ask running backs in this offense to do. He has to get better there. He has to get better quickly. Um, you know, as far as his ability to block and, and pick up blitzes, we shall see in the regular season. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff is going to come from regular season football when schematically they're going to be throwing things at, at Connor he hasn't seen before. So I'm interested to see what they do there. And then Terrell Watson making the roster. And I'm going to say the same things about, about Terrell Watson that I saw about James Connor, right? It's Look, James Connor is a very good runner. Terrell Watson is a very good runner. But I don't know that these guys are, are great blockers or great or great out of the backfield in the passing game, um, you know. And if Le'Veon goes down and he has before, you know, are we comfortable with James Conner and Terrell Watson being your two guys backing them up? We shall see, right? I think it's a much safer play for the Steelers to have kept Niall Davis because Ni- Niall Davis not as good a runner, right? Not as, maybe you know not not as good um, with his with his hands on the ball, but he is probably a better blocker right now, better at uh, picking up the blitz. Better out of the backfield. But the Steelers are going to take a chance here on James Conner and Terrell Watson. I like it. I, I Overall, I like the pick, right? Because I think there's upside for both of these guys. But it's certainly, you have to, you have to understand, this is a risk the Steelers are taking. Um, so we shall see. And again, without Niall Davis on the team, it, it opens up a roster spot for kick return, uh, which brings us to wide receiver. So uh, that's, by the way, we have four running backs slash fullbacks. So that brings us to 10 players total on the roster at this point. At wide receiver, I think the Steelers are going to keep six wide receivers. I've thought that um, throughout. You know, there's, there was talk of maybe we're going to keep seven. I, you know, I just don't know how you keep seven wide receivers on this team or, or then who you're inactive because if you're if you're activating four or five wide receivers, uh, if you're activating five wide receivers, you're at, you're going to inactivate two receivers on on roster day, and I don't know who those two are going to be, and, and it just seems weird to me. Uh, so I think the Steelers will keep six wide receivers, bringing that total to 16 players on the roster now, who are those six players? Well, as I said last week, I think this, this kind of worked itself out, right? I think those players are Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Eli Rogers, Juju Smith-Schuster, who avoided injury. Uh, I think Sammy Coates makes the roster. And I think the, one of the reasons why Sammy Coates makes the roster over a guy like a Justin Hunter or over a guy like a DeMarcus Ayers is because uh, Sammy Coates, number one, was given the reps in this preseason, right? He, was, he didn't do anything spectacular with them, but again, they gave him those reps above a guy like a, a, a Justin Hunter, Um, Sammy Coates plays special teams. He's a gunner and he can be the kick returner now without Niall Davis there. He was a kick returner, um, earlier in his career. He will probably be the kick returner this year. Um, so that, that pretty much solidifies his spot. And again, as we start getting down the roster here, we start talking about the fifth and sixth receivers, you know, you're not so much judging them on their ability to be a good wide receiver. We know Sammy Coates, if those, if the hand injuries are are there, if his speed is back, Um, then he is, you know, he is a very good receiver, and we saw that last year. But again, his ability to play special teams, his ability to be the kick returner, those are things that are going to help him make this roster. Darius Hayward Bay is the exact same way, and I think Darius Hayward Bay does make this roster. He's not a flashy guy. He's had a terrible camp as far as a wide receiver, as far as wide receiver goes. Um, but his ability to play special teams is going to keep him on this roster. Um, he's a very good special teams player, very good gunner, the best gunner we have on punt return, or on, uh, on on punt coverage um he will make this roster and i think you know yes it's 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 a sexier pick to to keep a guy like justin hunter but again what are you what are you doing with justin hunter right i mean justin hunter is going to start every game on inactive you're not going to play justin hunter uh as your as your fifth receiver just hoping that you know just just in case Martavis Bryant goes down one game right i mean it just doesn't make any sense um so i think the 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 six that they're going to Keep on the roster are Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Eli Rogers, Sammy Coates, Juju Smith-Schuster, Darius Hayward Bay, and I think as much as it kills me because I love Juju, I think he's the one that's going to be on the odd man out inactive list. Um, and I think your your five receivers on on game day are going to be Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Eli Rogers, Sammy Coates, Darius Hayward Bay. It's a lot like last year's roster, especially at the beginning of the year, um, but. I think that's the way it's going to be at wide receiver. So again, that's six wide receivers. That brings us to 16 players total. Tight end. This is one that kind of got thrown up in the, in the air a little bit with this, with the trade for Vance McDonald. Uh, I believe the Steelers will still keep three. This is what everyone had predicted before they, they, uh, they got Vance McDonald. They would keep three and those three would be Jesse James, David Johnson, Xavier Grimble, right? The same three as last year. They didn't, there was no upheaval in this position and, None of those players really stood out one over the other, and none of the none of the new guys stood out over any of these guys. So yeah, you, know, you just kind of felt like, yeah, it was gonna be a ho-hum tight end. Then they bring in Vance McDonald, which I like, and I think it's an immediate upgrade over Jesse James, and, and he's gonna be the starter for sure as he uh gets his well gets himself acclimated to the offense. But the question here becomes who is the you know, now out of Jesse James, David Johnson, Xavier Grimble, who is the odd man out? Right? And I think everyone wants it to be David Johnson because again, Xavier Grimble made that nice catch against. Indy, and, and, you know, he's a more receiver threat. Uh, But I think, look, you have to look at the tight ends who block, right? And the blocking tight ends have a place on this roster. Vance McDonald is a good blocker. Jesse James a less so. David Johnson, also a good blocker. Um, I think you you keep Vance McDonald, obviously. You keep Jesse James because because he is, um, you know, starter capable in this league. And then I think behind them you have to keep David Johnson because, again, he's a good blocker. Um, You don't need Xavier Grimble back there. Uh, and really, what has Xavier Grimble shown outside of making a couple plays here and there? But again, he's not he's not a playmaker in any way, right? He's he's splashy, but not not spectacular in any way. Um, so, I think at the third tight end position, it's much more important to get a good blocking tight end than it is to have someone behind Vance McDonald and Jesse James who can also pass catch. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I think they keep three at tight end. I think it's Vance McDonald, Jesse James, David Johnson. That brings us to 19 total players. They get out. Uh, excuse me. Add uh, on on the offensive line. I think they keep nine. I'm not going to bore you guys with details on the offensive line. The offensive line is boring. I get it. I think that it, and I think the five starters are all obviously going to make the roster. Marquise Pallante, David DeCastro, Ramon Foster, Alejandro Villanueva, Marcus Gilbert. They're all making the roster. It's not even close. The one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in football. Um, Then outside of those five, you have Chris Hubbard, who has played both uh, tackle and tight end at times last year, bringing him in as kind of an extra tackle uh, in a lot of positions. He will obviously make the roster, and he is kind of your rotation guy. Gerald Hawkins, uh, the fourth-round pick last year who spent uh, the entire season on IR. He's back. He hasn't had a great preseason, but kind of an up and down, but I still think he's going to make this roster. Um, and then I think BJ Finney and Matt Filer will both make the roster. Filer being a new addition to this offensive line. Finney was on the team last year. Filer's played well. Uh, in the ninth, the ninth spot there, um, you know, could, could go elsewhere, but I think Filer, uh, ends up being the ninth offensive lineman. Uh, so that brings us to 28 total players, uh, on the roster. All right. Defensive line. I've talked about defensive line a lot. Uh, during this preseason, I think this is the strongest uh, position on the roster, certainly on the defense. And I think the, the six you're keeping here, uh, there's one addition. I, I took Johnny Maxey off. I had talked – well, I think Johnny Maxey uh, is a good football player, and he, he played real minutes for the Steelers last year. But, look, he, he lost playing time this preseason to LeVon Hooks. And I think, you know, as we start looking at – same thing you say about Sammy Coates versus Justin Hunter, right? In that Indianapolis game, who who came into the offense – um, was it Justin Hunter or was it Sammy Coates who got those reps it was it was Sammy Coates right and you look at the defensive line who got the reps was it Le'Von Hooks or was it Johnny Maxey it was Le'Von Hooks right and so i think you have to say that certainly the the Steelers are um, valuing the play of Le'Von Hooks over Johnny Maxey uh, i haven't paid much attention to that to that battle specifically but just looking at the snap counts it's pretty obvious that they you know that they like Le'Von Hooks more than Johnny Maxey so those are your, so the, that's your sixth uh, defensive linemen the other five are the ones we talked about all all of preseason cam hayward stefan to javon hargrave tyson alualu and lt walton um alualu being your defensive end uh rotation guy uh, and then lt walton being your backup nose tackle and then levon hooks uh, is your sixth defensive lineman will probably be inactive on uh, sundays uh, uh so that brings us to 34 Steelers on the roster outside linebacker five outside linebackers uh this is obvious again because because Keon Adams got hurt, it, there really was no competition here. Uh, Bud Dupree and TJ Watt are your starters. James Harrison will rotate in as needed. Um, Anthony Chicolo again will also rotate in as needed. I think Chicolo had a good camp, a good preseason. I'm hoping that he has a good uh, regular season as well. He splashed a little bit last year. Um, and again, you know the question here is, and then Arthur Motes is your is your fifth outside linebacker. The question here, you know, this is there's good depth here, right, all the way down to Arthur so he Arthur Motes showed it against the Giants, right, that when put up against uh, lesser talent, he certainly is a capable outside linebacker, right? But the, the question is not about Arthur Motz's ability to play against NFL caliber talent or, or even chiclow right? The question here is can Bud Dupree make that leap to be a great pass rusher in this league, a double-digit pass rusher? And is T.J. Watt going to have enough as a rookie to play minutes – for James Harrison, especially early in this year, so that we can kind of save those James Harrison minutes for the weeks that count, weeks 15, 16, 17, into the playoffs, right? Or are we going to have to rotate James Harrison into this roster early on uh, because of some of the deficiencies that T.J. Watt has? That is going to be interesting to me. Um, Again, I think T.J. Watt is a very good player. I think he will be starter ready. I think he is starter ready, Um, but we shall see. So that brings us to 39 Steelers. On the roster, we go to inside linebacker. Again, this, I think, is an easy one. The Steelers are going to keep four, bringing us to 43 players. That's Ryan Shazier, Vince Williams, Tyler Matikiewicz, and LJ Fort. This is pretty much the same as it was last year outside of. They kept five last year when they because they had Lawrence Timmons. Um, Steven Johnson is an interesting pick here. You know, He, he potentially could make this roster at, at linebacker, whether it's inside or outside. He's more of a special teams guy. Uh, he could make this roster for sure. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't have him making the roster. I think there are other um, guys who can play special teams. LJ Ford being one of them. Um, but I think the interesting thing here is you know, the top, the top two guys, Shazier and Williams, um, you know, Shazier obviously being the, the superstar, the, the star on our defense. Vince Williams uh, is going to get his chance now to prove that all the big hits he puts on in practice and in preseason and, and in these moments, he can do on a big stage consistently week after week. And that's going to be a real question for him. And then, of course, his ability uh, to cover backs out of the backfield and really cover the middle middle of the field is going to be um, something I'm going to be watching for. At, at the backups there, you know, a lot is made of Tyler Maticiewicz, and a lot of people like Tyler Maticiewicz. I'm one of them, but I think Maticiewicz is, you know, you hear much more about him in training camp and and much more against, like, the third and fourth stringers on, on Carolina than you did when he actually had minutes for Shazier early in this preseason uh, against starting... Uh, offensive lineman, he got buried a lot of times and, and just played off his back foot, wasn't as aggressive as he usually is. Whether that's the moment getting to him or, or what, um, I, I want to see, Matt. you know, if Matikavich is going to get minutes this year, and you have to figure, with Shazier's injury history and Matikavich being the first off the bench, that Matikavich will get real NFL minutes this year. He has to be that aggressive player that we hear in training camp and that we see in games like Carolina, right? He has to do that against NFL-caliber teams. Uh, an NFL, NFL caliber offensive lineman. And I, I want to see that LJ Ford, I thought has had, a, has actually had a better preseason, but LJ Ford didn't get those starting minutes. So again, the, the same kind of things that I will say about Madikavich, as far as doing that against NFL caliber talent, I will say about LJ Ford as well. Um Inside the backup inside linebacker. uh, You know, I think the names there, you know, Madikavich, we've, we've heard a lot about him and we feel like he is, you know, he is a quality depth guy, but I want to see that on an NFL field, right? I, Yes, he makes splash plays in, in, in practice and in training camp and that kind of thing, but it doesn't always translate to, to, to the field, and that's where you start to get worried. All right, let's break down the cornerback position. Two really interesting things happening here. First of all, we got to talk about the signing of Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden cut by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Joe Hayden was a Pro Bowl player from about 2012 to 2014. The last two seasons, 2015, 2016, his play has significantly dropped off. Primarily due to injuries, um, he had groin injuries last year. Uh, he, he's had concussions. Uh, he is, you know, his minutes have been limited, and, and his play has certainly diminished. There was a, a report by Mike Pirschuda, I think, uh, who said that you know sources told him Joe Hayden can't run anymore. Right, and that that's scary um, when you talk about a guy who has, you know has the kind of ball skills, the, the the press man coverage skills that Joe Hayden had early in his career if he can't run, right, if he doesn't have the ability to keep up with top flight wide receivers in this league, you know, that certainly uh, attributes to the, the 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 fall off in play that we've seen out of him. But the Steelers are going to take a chance here. They, they signed him to a three-year $27 million deal uh, that is pretty much a one-year deal worth $7 million, and then he will make like nine and 10 the next two years. But the Steelers have the ability to cut Joe Hayden after this year should his play you know, continue to be diminished from what it was when he was a top-flight, Pro Bowl-caliber cornerback, right? The, the bet that the corner, the Steelers are making here is that Joe Hayden can still be close to a Pro Bowl-caliber, top-flight cornerback, right? They don't need him to be Richard Sherman out there, but, you know, they need him to be a top-flight guy, and they, they believe that if he can be healthy, he can do that. It's certainly not a big risk to take, right? Because there was already so much turmoil at the at the cornerback position that we and we talked about this last week. Bringing in Deshaun Phillips, rotating out Cody Sensabaugh with Ross Cockrell, rotating Mike Hilton with William Gay. Right, this was certainly a position the Steelers were looking to make moves, um, and so bringing in a guy like Joe Hayden, it, you know, it was a no brainer, I think, for the Steelers front office uh, and the Steelers coaching staff. We'll see if this pays off. He will definitely start. There's no doubt about that. And so that answers a lot of the questions we had coming in, which is, is it going to be Cody Sensabaugh? Is it going to be Ross Cockrell? What happens here? Signing Joe Hayden, you know, that immediately answers the question of who is your starting corner opposite Artie Burns. It is clearly Joe Hayden now. The question becomes, which Joe Hayden are we getting? Are we getting healthy Joe Hayden? Are we getting, you know, maybe healthy Joe Hayden who's lost just a step? Or are we getting the the constantly injured, Joe Hayden, who's lost a couple steps and is just not a quality NFL caliber corner anymore. We shall see. You know, we shall see. I am excited about the pick. It is certainly, it certainly means that the Steelers are in win now mode, right, and that they are willing to take big bets like this to improve a position that they that everyone knew they needed to improve. And again, we talk about the Steelers playing press man and and starting to. You know, that they're doing that in training camp and will that actually translate into the regular season? I think now having a guy like Joe Hayden on your roster, they're certainly gonna try it, right? I mean, you, you have already Burns who was a press man corner in college, you have Joe Hayden who's been a press man corner his entire career. Um, this is you know, this is shaping up to be a team that is gonna not just sit back and cover two, cover three all the time. They're gonna be able to play some more press man uh, this year. And I think Steeler fans are gonna be very happy about that. Behind Artie Burns and Joe Hayden, uh, obviously William Gay is not going anywhere. Uh, he is he is the veteran presence amongst the, the corners uh, on the team. Uh, he will continue to be your nickel corner. I think Mike Hilton will also make this roster. Uh, and I've said that week over week, and I don't think the signing of Joe Hayden changes that. I think Mike Hilton has earned his roster spot without a doubt with the play on the field. Now, the question is, which of Ross Cockrell and Cody Sensabaugh has either, you know, have they played themselves off the roster? I had originally had the Steelers penciled in to keep six cornerbacks. And when Cam Sutton got hurt, it made it pretty obvious who those six would be, being that Cam Sutton would start on IR. Your six would be Cody Sensabaugh and Ross Copper, right? So your, your six would be Artie Burns, Joe Hayden, William Gay, Cody Sensabaugh, Mike Hilton, Ross Copper. Now, there was a, a report, and I'm going to absolutely butcher her name. So Aditi... I'm not even going to try the last name. But Aditi, uh, she is the NFL Network beat reporter. Um, She has reported that the Steelers will keep only five cornerbacks this year. Just five. Which, to me, is a little shocking. Um, Now, clearly that means that Cam Sutton is hurt and is going to go to IR and that that report is real. But the, the question here is, now, if you're only keeping five corners, which five corners are they? Because now you have an actual choice you have to make. Now it is either Cody Sensabaugh or it is Ross Cockrell. It is not both. They are not cutting Mike Hilton. They are not cutting William Gay. So you're cutting either Cody Sensabaugh or you're cutting Ross Cockrell. And I think, Steeler fans, it's time to break out the champagne. It's time to have the parties because I believe Ross Cockrell is getting cut. And I know, you know, as as uh, as Steeler fans, there are two players that we hate more than anyone else in the league. And that is Ross Cockrell and then... Right near him, maybe, actually, it may be one, it's a 1A, 1B situation. It's, it's Landry Jones and then it's Ross Cockrell. Unfortunately, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert are not gonna cut Landry Jones. So, I, you know, I think if he, if they had, my god, you know, the two year extension that they both just got can be, you know, you can give them lifetime extensions from Steeler fans if they had cut Ross Cockrell and, and Landry Jones in the same offseason. Uh, but that's not gonna happen. They will, though, I think cut Ross Cockrell and keep Cody Sensible. And the reason for that, uh, is number one, Ross Cockrell has kind of played himself off the roster uh, with his play this this uh, this preseason, um, not getting better, getting worse, and then he's not he's not a special teams player. And again, we we start talking about who the fifth corner is on this team. You know that player is not going to play much uh, in, in the actual game situations. Um, you know, the even even in the dime, it's going to be Artie Burns, Joe Hayden, William Gay, Mike Hilton. So Cody Sensabaugh is either there because one of the starting corners got hurt, and then he's primarily going to be there though to play special teams. And he is a special teams player. Ross Cockrell is not. And I think that makes it obvious. Now, only keeping five, though, brings us to just 48 players on this roster. And now at safety, I think the Steelers are going to keep four, which puts us at 52. So we'll talk about that. But let's go over the four safeties. I've, I've made my thoughts well known in this podcast about, about safety. I think it is the weakest position on the roster, not because of the starters, but because I believe that we don't have any, we are paper thin uh, at 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 safety, it's it's Mike Mitchell, it's Sean Davis, it's Jordan uh, Dangerfield and Robert Golden. Jordan Dangerfield being injured, uh, you know, hurts, but uh, they say his ankle injury is is not severe, so hopefully he can be back uh, soon. Again, we don't need to get any thinner at safety, Um, and we don't certainly don't need to get any worse at safety. So uh, you know, hopefully this guy, a guy like Jordan Dangerfield, um, who I like, can actually, you know, be healthy. We don't have to bring up. Excuse me. Bring in someone off the street um, to replace him. And then uh, Robert Golden, he's going to make the roster because of how good he is on special teams. But again, as a safety, I think he is not good, and certainly a, a place where they could upgrade. So that brings us to fifty-two players. I had assumed that the fifty-third player would be a corner, whether it was Brian Allen or whether it was you know Cam Sutton staying you know if he was healthy. I thought that's where it would be for sure. It is not going to be that. So we have a 53rd roster spot we have to give out. So let's go over the guys that they could keep. Again, I talked about Demarcus Ayers, uh, you know his punt return potential. He could be a seventh corner or a seventh wide receiver, but I don't know, you know, at, at the seventh wide receiver spot. <clears throat> again, who are you deactivating on if you're going to keep five, right? You're going to deactivate who on on Sundays, right? If if Demarcus Ayers is in because he's your punt returner, well then he has to be on the active roster. Then you're gonna you're gonna what you're gonna put Sammy Coates because he's your kick returner and then you're gonna put Darius Hayward Bay potentially on on the active list you can't because he's again he's your best gunner I just don't know how you keep seven when three of them are so important to your to your overall play at special teams you know maybe you keep six active and that's and that's certainly possible and you have to go throughout the rest of the roster and figure out who you're inact you know who you're deactivating on on uh on Sundays but again. I think DeMarcus, DeMarcus Ayers certainly could make this roster. I don't think he will, but he could. Justin Hunter, another guy. It's a sexy pick. I think, you know, Steeler fans would like it if they kept a guy like Justin Hunter. But again, keeping a guy like that on your roster just because he's a replacement for, you know, God forbid anything happened to Antonio Brown or Martavis Bryant, you have Justin Hunter back there who kind of fits in, uh, you know, the, the the build of a number one or number two receiver. Again, I just don't think it makes sense to be your seventh receiver. I talked about Stephen Johnson. Uh, he's an inside linebacker slash outside linebacker who plays more special teams. Uh, you know, he could definitely make the roster as a special teams player, um, and that's that's certainly possible. I think Xavier Grimble. If they want to keep a fourth tight end, they just it, the easiest thing is you just keep Grimble on the roster. He's your fourth tight end. Um, you have to figure out who you're going to uh, deactivate on Sundays because you're not going to keep all four active. I think we know it will not be a running back, right? Because they've already cut Niall Davis and they've cut Fitzgerald Toussaint. And that, so running back is kind of set. I mean, I guess there's an outside, 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 outside chance that they keep uh, that they keep Trey Williams. But you know his fumble on on Thursday, I think was you know meant that he he's gonna get cut. So that's probably not gonna happen. So where are we where are we going? It's not gonna be a quarterback. We don't. There is no fourth quarterback that we're gonna keep, right? And we're gonna keep a tenth offensive lineman. I guess that, yeah, that, that's certainly possible. Are they gonna keep LeVon Hooks and Johnny Maxey on the defensive line? I suppose that's possible. Uh, I, I already talked about Steven Johnson. We know they're not keeping a sixth corner. I believe it will be a fifth safety. I believe they're going to keep five safeties on the roster. They have done this before when they had Shamarco Thomas. I, I believe that they're going, they going to sign a free agent safety that's not on the roster right now. It's not going to be Hagan. We know Hagan already got cut. I believe they are going to sign someone like a TJ Ward. I'm not saying it's going to be TJ Ward, but I would be happy if it was TJ Ward. Um, no, but I, I believe that they will go out in free agency, and they are going to they are going to address the safety position the same way they did tight end, the same way they did corner. This is a team that has looked at the roster and not sat on its laurels and just said, well, you know, we'll be okay with Ross Cockle Don't worry about it. Or we'll be okay with Jesse James. Don't worry about it. The positions that became very clear throughout this preseason that there were positional problems, personnel problems, talent problems, they went out and addressed. And the one that they have not addressed just yet is safety they talked about moving William Gay to safety or or potentially playing him there and I think that was automatically sends up red flags of okay they are they definitely know safety is an issue so will they go out and get TJ Ward or someone like that I believe they will again I don't know that it's going to be TJ Ward I'm just using him as an example but I think that is where uh, that that is where the 53rd player will will be so that's going to do it for Teal Country this week thank you all for listening uh, again, I we will be back fairly shortly. I think we're gonna we're gonna record on Tuesday night, so uh, that podcast will be up Wednesday. That will be episode two hundred of Steeler Country. I'm really proud to have done two hundred episodes uh, of this podcast. We started this podcast back in two thousand and eight during the uh, the Steelers' run to win Super Bowl forty uh, or four no forty three. Excuse me, two thousand eight when they won into uh, Super Bowl 43 uh, that's when we started this podcast and now here we are what is it nine years later uh, still doing it still doing it strong. Uh, Mike and Joe will join me on that podcast. we will talk about our predictions uh, it's going to be our season preview podcast we'll go over the schedule who made the roster, what we think the you know the, the strengths and weaknesses of this roster are and then of course the uh, you know what our expectations are for this team uh, throughout the season and yes, I think we're all going to be expecting that this team makes a leap and wins the Super Bowl, so spoilers. But that'll be on Tuesday. Uh, if you want to leave feedback, SteelerCountry at gmail.com is the email address. The website is SteelerCountryPodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter. Follow me. I live tweet most games. At some of the preseason games, it was tough because I didn't get to watch them live. But regular season games, I will be live tweeting all of them. You can find me at SteelerCountry on Twitter. See you on Tuesday or Wednesday.